the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, uh, we have gone from 68 teams down to uno, dos, tres, cuatro, as the Michigan Wolverines simply could not hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> in the last several minutes of that game, what they missed their last eight consecutive shots against UCLA as the Bruins march on, and then there was a Gonzaga. Uh, the Zags are going to zag. They went out there and blitzed. They obliterated. They thumped USC from start to finish in a snore fest of a game. But the field is officially set, and I was really curious to see what that UCLA-Gonzaga line was going to come out at. And it opened at minus 13 at Circus Sportsbook in Vegas, and then immediately jumped up to 14, and that's where the line currently rests at DraftKings Sportsbook at minus 146. And what's also interesting, at uh, it, it, minus 146 on Gonzaga to cover, too, so it's really heavily juiced up, um, and it's a 146 total as well. But what was really fascinating is that Gonzaga went from plus 150 prior to the Elite Eight games to minus 250 now to win the whole shebang. So I think everybody is going to be jumping on the bandwagon and think that Gonzaga's going to go out there and thump the Bruins. I'm really going to be curious to see where the handle is, where the public spread tickets uh, you know, finish off, probably what the 80th, 80th percentile. Uh, and if that's the case, I may actually go UCLA. This team is scrappy. They just continuously find ways to remain competitive and ultimately win. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Bulldogs, but I think that the game will be closer, at least initially. Give me some time. Let it simmer. Uh, just seeing the line come out. So any initial thoughts on that? I've already taken Gonzaga minus 13 and a half. I'm part oh, of you're in. Dude. They're, I'm sorry. Michigan can't hit the broadside of a barn in the final, what, 320 or so of that game. <laughs> it was awful. Otherwise, the Pac-12 is out of this, and Gonzaga is taking on Michigan. Guess what, Brad? Gonzaga doesn't go three and a half minutes without making a bucket. Yeah, okay? it's true. It, it's not happening. I think UCLA is in trouble. I think this is – I've seen some folks say, I don't know if it's been confirmed, This is this the biggest spread ever in a Final Four game? Uh, from what I've seen, uh, I believe it is the highest spread in a Final Four game. The only other double-digit one that existed – uh, was a few years ago was North Carolina. I've actually got it right here. I will tell you right oh, look now. Look at you with the research already done. Yeah, I follow John Ewing on Twitter, and John uh, works. He's a PR data analyst at BetMGM, and he also works at the Action Network. And he said Gonzaga's the largest favorite in the Final Four championship game since at least. 2005 previous largest favorite was North Carolina minus 10 against Syracuse in 2016. Uh, the Tar Heels, they covered 83 to 66 with ease. Yeah. So there you go. That was a big one. So, yep, I already jumped on that one last night because I fully expect this spread to get to 14 and a half or 15 by the time we get to yep. game time. And then, Brad, yep. you're right. We may see some money come in and whoop, slide right underneath that right before tip on Saturday night. Yeah, and that's what I'm waiting for. I, I want this thing to just kind of chill out for a little bit, let the money roll in, the public action, you know, the, the heavy dollars, whatever it is, on the Bulldogs, and I want this line to balloon. I want it to swell to like 15, 15 and a half, and I will be one of those people that jumps in and says, give me the back door, Bruins. Give it to me right now. And hopefully they'll score some cold, hard cash there in the end. And look, if you want to get in on any of the tournament action, you still can. 
right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and they're putting new customers in the center of this year's NCAA tournament. That $1 in any tournament game remaining, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 101 odds. So here's what you got to do. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet. And that team winning their next game. Uh, maybe Gonzaga if you want to score some easy money. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 of the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the W. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania residents only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Hockey Hump Day edition of the pod, let's get to it with another Fade 5. Number five. All right. Dun, 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 uh, Cue up the organs because the baseball season is about to get underway tomorrow, Lundy. And DraftKings has a slew of futures wagers that you could fire off on. So let's talk about the team in our backyard. Is it really a team? Uh, have they been relegated? Uh, do we have to? Do we have to talk about these clowns? Yeah, well, we should because there's a line out on them, and I find it fascinating. The Colorado Rockies, futures, 63.5 total wins this Major League Baseball season. You know where I'm going. I'm taking the under because <laughs> they're lousy. Uh, they're going to be basement dwellers. They're going to be the dregs of the keg this year. Uh, in the NL West and maybe in the NL in its entirety. I think only the Pittsburgh Pirates have a lower uh, threshold at 61.5, 62.5 that I've seen at some of the sports books out there. And, you know, you look at Colorado, the roster is rather unexciting. Um, you know, obviously this team has some potency on offense with Ryan McMahon, Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, C.J. Cron. Uh, these guys are all projected to, you know, blast at least 24 dingers, according to Fangraphs.com. But the downside that has always plagued uh, the Colorado Rockies pitching and this this roster, yeah, you got Herman Marquez, a guy that's got a you know handsome K per nine rate, uh, but can he have a sub four point five zero ERA? That could be a bit of a reach. Um, Zinzatella, you know, he's more of a ground ball artist, doesn't miss a whole lot of bats. They're projecting at fan graphs a 5.64 ERA. John Gray's had some shoulder issues, a 5.19 ERA. And Austin Gomber, uh, who is your projected four starter, a 5.30 ERA. The bullpen looks lousy to boot, so I don't see how they're going to get there. Pakoda's got them projected for 60.3 wins. Team Rankings has it almost exactly on this proposed number at 63.5 at 63.6. The only one with a fruitful outlook is indeed Fangraphs, saying they're going to get 69 wins this season, but I think the under is going to come in, and they may struggle to get to 60 here in the end, Lundy. So, fade or follow my under 63.5 for the fighting dingers of baseball on the wins total. Well, first of all, uh, Dinger, worst mascot in all of sports. Um, <laughs> I'm rolling with the under on this. Look, hashtag road to 100 is a real thing in yeah. here in Denver. It was kind of a, a bit a few years ago, um, and it's back again this year. The, the thing is, I'm not convinced that this is the worst team 
in Major League Baseball, but they may finish with the worst record in Major League Baseball. You brought up the names they've got that are still good. We talked about you talked about Cron. You talked about Charlie Blackman. He's still got the epic beard uh, and you've got Trevor Story. But their pitching staff is not where it needs to be. And yeah. even if this rotation can overachieve, the only way they can get above this win total is if they stay healthy. And Kyle Freeland is already on the I.L., to start off the season. He's not going to be able to go for most of the month of April uh, after injuring his uh, shoulder, I believe, um, during spring training play. So their rotation is already screwed, folks. This, to me, is one of the easiest bets in the win total uh, futures. Jump on this before the season starts. This team is not going to be good. And, oh, by the way, yeah, they have to play the Dodgers and the Padres a combined (laughs) 38 times on the schedule y'all this is going to be ugly in part because of the division they're in and because in in part because they've got an owner and a gm who are just dumb yeah that is uh, certainly the case and you would be dumb to wager on the over so definitely break out the sledgehammer on the under rocky 63 and a half wins number four. Oh, speaking of the Padres, amigo, let's talk about an NL Cy Young candidate who I think has tremendous odds of taking home that trophy at 12 to 1. It's the former Texas Ranger, the former Chicago Cub, you Darvish, uh, to win the NL Cy Young again at plus 1,200. Uh, you know, San Diego, they're over under right now is at 94 and a half. I believe it's the highest in Major League Baseball. Uh, it's one uh, projected win higher, at least on the uh, threshold there at DraftKings, over the New York Yankees. So big expectations. Uh, a lot of people picking the Padres to win the whole shebang in the World Series this season. A lot of that has to do with the rotation. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that you Darvish is a strikeout machine. Now, in 76 innings pitch in the shortened, condensed season last year, a guy with 11.01K per nine. But two areas where he really improved – Uh, He only had a 1.66 walks per nine mark. It was the lowest of his career and an 8.8% home run to fly ball mark. So if Darvish uh, continues to rely heavily more on his off-speed stuff like his cutter and his curve, which he featured more last season, and those are you know two of the primary reasons for success in those other categories I mentioned, I think he's going to be right there for, what, 16 to 18 wins, uh, probably a low threes ERA. He's going to be among one of the strikeout leaders. You know, health is everything in baseball, but you, Darvish, is – is a warrior and an innings eater, and I think he is a guy that's going to go out there and get the job done in a very conducive environment for pitching there in Southern California inside Petco Park. So, again, give me you, Darvish, to take home the Cy Young at 12 to 1. You like those odds? I like those odds, but tell you what, Brad, I might sprinkle something on another guy that's at 12 to 1 at DraftKings Sportsbook. How about Aaron Nola? Mm, of the yeah. Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. I think he's another one where, you know, you get into the, the these these futures that we do with the player awards, whether we're talking about rookie of the year or anything like that. If you get me to the point where I got a double digit to one, right? 10 to 1, 11 to 1, 12 to 1, right in that range. I I'll sprinkle something on him because you never know exactly how the season's going to go. I think Darvish is a great choice. I think Nola's another good one. The downside for Nola is the division that he's in. Obviously, he faces some really tough competition uh, over the course of the year, but he's got some really good advanced analytics. Um, so I'll tell you what, I, I, he's another guy that I like at 12 to 1, Brad. So Darvish, yeah, I'll sprinkle something there, but let me throw something on the Philly as well, who gets the opening day nod against the Braves on Thursday. Hell, even the clubhouse leader in this 
category. Jacob DeGrom at plus 425. That's pretty good value. I mean, DeGrom sure is, is money in the bank. Number three. All right, let's move on to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day in the NBA, of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Have an NKF in good time with the DFS platform. All you got to do is sign up with the promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. Over or under, more or less. Put them in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you cash on stats that you already know and track, points, rebounds, assists, even fantasy points, the more cash you stuff into your pocket. So, again, go to monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN. And let's talk about Sadiq Bay. Uh, he's going to make some hay tonight uh, against the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, the Detroit Pistons, uh, they have gone Young, Lundy, and you and I have been tailing Jeremy Grant all year. And by the way, Jeremy Grant's player prop uh, for points tonight is one of the lowest I've seen in weeks. It's at 20 and a half. Uh, he is, uh, it seems to be tiring a little bit, and that happens when you're jacking like 30 shots a game, and you're, you know, right here at the end of March. Uh, but Sadiq Bey, uh, a guy with young, fresh legs, seen an increase in minutes. His line tonight against Dame Lillard and the Blazers, 13 and a half points, and I've taken the over. Uh, he has been over this proposed total in five of his last seven. He's hit at least four trays in a game in three of his last four, and it's the Trail Blazers, folks. We know they don't play a lick of defense number 29 and adjusted offensive efficiency on the season number 24 and three point percentage d this is the fourth best matchup according to the ftn daily advanced dvp tool uh for a three and d player which sadiq bay most certainly is so the pride of villanova jay wright's club sadiq bay fade or follow my over 13 and a half fantasy points I'll roll with it. Month of March, he's played 12 games. He's done it seven times over the course of this month. He also just missed it by hitting for 13 in a game on the road against the Nets. So, yeah, I think this is a favorable matchup. I think it's an easy-to-achieve number. And like you said, as they go young, try to put those young legs out there, you could see the minutes, which help propel him over it. So I think it's a solid enough number on the low end of the teens uh, with a guy that's maybe off the beaten path. So give me the over on this one going up against the Blazers. Make some bucks with my guy, Sadiq Bay. Number two. All right, it is a hockey hump day edition of the pod. Uh, Lundy, give me a recap of what you did yesterday, and give me your first slap shot on the ice. We're going to uh, – can we not talk about yesterday? Ooh, <laughs> it got a little chilly after being so hot on the ice there for a while. We took Washington and Carolina both on the money line. The Caps absolutely laid an egg uh, and did not look good against the Rangers. I uh, underestimated the Rangers to keep their hot streak going, thought Washington, who had won 14 of 16, would do it. But no, they did not. And same thing with Carolina as the Blackhawks, Brad. Pull off the surprise yeah, that's a uh, and get the special. win over Carolina. So we shake it loose. We move on to today. And let's start off with a, a line that I'm actually kind of uh, favoring here just because it's not as bad of a money line as I might have expected. Toronto will take on Winnipeg. 
The Jets are playing their fourth game in six days. This is one of those where the scheduling gods are not all that nice. So I actually would have expected the Maple Leafs to be a bigger juice. They're actually on the money line at only a minus 141. So this one kind of surprises me with the six games on the schedule tonight. There's actually three of them where the money line is at a minus 200 or higher for the favorite. This one I actually had expected to see up into the maybe 160s, 170s. So yeah, it's a little bit of juice, but it's not as bad as I thought. So give me the Maple Leafs for our first pick on a hockey hump day. Nice! Rolling with the Leafs! Number one. Alright, amigo! Uh, again, it is hockey hump day, so it's only appropriate we go back to back. Number one of the Fade 5 today is... We're going to go with a two-leg hockey pick on the money line, and the reason for that is exactly what I just said. Three out of the six games tonight have really heavy juice on the favorites. But let's go ahead and roll two of those favorites together. Let's take it out west with the late-night games. The Avalanche will be at home at Ball Arena with fans in the stands for the first time all season as they watch the Avs take on the Coyotes. Philip Grubauer is expected to get the call between the pipes for the abs and he has looked spectacular in particular at home take them on the money line and then the vegas golden knights and the la kings they these two teams just played on monday the knights won it four to one i think they win it back to back over the la kings again vegas another team that seems to play better when they are at home so i'm going to take both of those home teams put them together i'm sitting at a minus 106 so a lot Mm. easier juice to roll with when I put those two favorites together than trying to do them individually. And Brad, how about a bonus time? Bonus time! Consider this perhaps your birthday present, my friend, and a happy birthday to you. Uh, The Buffalo Sabres, Brad, have lost 18 games in a row. Wow. That ties the NHL record. It was last done in 03-04 by the Pittsburgh Penguins who lost 18 in a row. No team in the history of the National Hockey League has lost 19 in a row. And I'll tell you what, if there was ever a time to break the streak, it could be tonight for the Sabres because they are taking on the Flyers. And Philadelphia, while better than Buffalo, uh, they started off the season pretty strong and they have since come back down to earth. Philly is going to start Brian Elliott more than likely uh, between the pipes, and his save percentage is only a .833. Buffalo had a 3-0 lead on Monday and blew it. This time, I think Buffalo could do it. So if you want to have some fun, how about a plus 170 on the money line for Buffalo to finally end their losing streak against Philly? Ah, the Sabres, the Colorado Rockies. Of the NHL. (laughs) And it all comes together. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noise. Hey, Chavos, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, feed or follow that. It's up to you. Feed the noise.